Thank you for listening to the Akuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, learning our purpose, and linking to our community. From wherever you are listening, welcome to the community. We hope you enjoy the message. Hello, Akuo. It is great to be back with you once again. If you've been with us over the last few weeks, you know that we've been in our 21 Days of Prayer series, and it's actually, unfortunately, ending today. But that meant that we've been intentional about giving something up in our lives to get some more time to spend with God each day. All for this entire series we've been saying, we want you to have a plan. We want you to know when and where and what you are going to do with your God time. We want you listening to God, not just spending some time talking, but actually listening. Then we want you to write it down, record what you're praying about, what you're hearing and what is happening. And finally, we want you to find, wanted you to find a prayer partner, someone that you can share all this stuff with you along the way. So if you were able to do that, man, I hope that you can go back into your logs, into the things that you recorded and see all the things that you started praying about 21 days ago and the ways that God has started moving in that. And then not only that, but how he has been speaking to you during this time. Now, in addition to all of that, we also got a word that God gave us to focus on for the year. And y'all, it's been community. And as you know, if you've been a part of who we are and what we do for any amount of time, you know that here at Akuo, we focus on community. We built an amazing culture of community. And even with that, there are some ways that we can be even more intentional about it. And the scripture that I kept going back to during this time of the the word that God kept on uh, speaking comes from the historical writings of Luke. Here's what Luke recorded about the first believers and what they were doing in their community. All believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to the sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders, and all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. They worshiped together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity, all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people and each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. So this fellowship they shown is known as koinonia in the Greek, which we translate into English. And this idea of koinonia is all about connecting, sharing everything we have. It's about finding common ground and participating with one another. And so far in this series, we've gotten into what the prayer time looks like, what generosity looks like in community, and then what communion looks like. That's what we talked about last week. But there's one last part I want to talk about today. And as I was preparing for my message this, this week, uh, I got, it got me to thinking about my kids. So we're a family that's always has activities going on, right? And depending on what season, we'll tell you what we have going on. And right now, our son's playing flag football and our daughter is doing cheerleading. Well, this past week during my son's football game, he was playing on defense and the other team's quarterback threw the ball up into the air in the end zone, right? And as the ball started to come down, I saw my son jump up, snatch the ball out of the air, and then started running the other way. There is a running back coming his way. He, he juked to his left, and then there's a quarterback running after him, and he juked right, got by him. There's nothing but green grass between him and the end zone. Nobody stopped him from scoring. He was able to take it back all the way. Then this past weekend, 
uh, my daughter, our daughter and her team performed at the halftime of a basketball game. And so she's up there smiling, doing her best to nail the choreography, yelling her lungs out to, to lead everybody in the cheers. And, and y'all, it was just so much fun to see. Now at the end of that interception return for my son and the end of my, the performance for my daughter, how do you think I reacted? Well, y'all, I, I cheered, I yelled, I went a little crazy for them, not gonna lie. It, it's who I am, it's how I cheer. I, I want my kids to know that they are loved and that I think that what they just did is amazing. Now, what would it say if my son scored off that interception, I just walked over there and I went, wow, that was great. I recognize your greatness. Or after my daughter's performance, I said, wow, you're really good at that. I'm very impressed. Or what happened if I saw these things happen and I felt this excitement and love and all these things for them, but I didn't do or say anything about it. I felt it, I thought about it, but had no outward reaction to it at all. Well, a lot of people would probably think I was crazy, that there was something wrong with me. Maybe they would think that I didn't really love my kids. Now, what about y'all? How do you react when you see something great happening? When your kid achieves something great? When you're listening to some amazing music? Or what about when you go to a Spurs game and you see Wimby just like throw down on his rival Chet Holmgren, right? Like, take that, dude. How do you react to that? I doubt the reaction that you give is silent thought and contemplation of the greatness you just experienced. No, you have a physical reaction to these things. There's a cheer. There's singing back to the music. There are arms raised. So the real question in all of this is how do we react to the greatness we see from God? Hopefully you do because that reaction it's called worship. The Baker, the Baker Encyclopedia of the Bible calls it like this. They define worship as the expression of reverence and adoration of God. So it's an expression. And y'all, an expression is not internal. So I would say that worship is not a feeling, it's physical. As a matter of fact, we have been covering some of these things over the last few weeks. Each part of our 21 days of prayer series can be considered worship. So we'll start with, with where we started in the 21 days of prayer with prayer, scripture, and God times. Y'all, this is totally an act of worship. When we spend time in prayer, we are reacting to the greatness of God. We get a chance to see the story of God and man while reading through his word in the scripture. We get a chance to react to his greatness in prayer by spending time with him. Then we express our reverence and adoration towards him when we sit and listen. Listening for the still, quiet voice of God is one of the best ways that you show you revere and adore him. Y'all, you don't do things for people or, or, or things like that that you don't care about, right? That we care for him happens the same way with people in your life. It's the same way it happens, right? The more time you spend with them, the closer you get. The closer you get, the more you understand who they are. And when it comes to God, the more you see his story, the more you understand his greatness and love for us. And so the more time you spend with him, the greater you can express reverence, deep respect, and love for him.
But worship for God can happen anywhere, at any time, and with anyone. And one of the ways that you can also be reacting to the greatness of God through worship is by what you do in your community, namely being generous. We talked about this a, a few weeks back, right? Jesus didn't sacrifice himself. He didn't do all these things. We didn't come all of this way for us to be missing out on generosity in our community. And all of these things you might be doing because you love the people in your community or, or because you just feel like it's the right thing to do. But if we can be intentional about it, we can have it be more. We want to be generous with our time. And when we can spend time with people around us in our community as a reaction to the greatness of God, that is worship. I mean, Jesus spent time with the people around him. He cared for them. He loved them. He wept with them. He was a friend. And you reacting to the greatness of God and being a good friend to someone can also be worship. We want to be generous with our grace also. Jesus gave grace to the disciples that, he, that walked with him. He gave grace to the people that wanted to get healed. He gave grace to the people that believed in him. And he gives grace to all of us. So when someone wrongs you and you give them grace, when someone acts a fool and you are graceful towards them, that can be worship. Because we have seen how Jesus gives us grace and we react to that grace by letting it overflow from Jesus and out to the people around us. Here's how the Apostle Paul explains this to folks in the region of Ephesus. He said, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. So giving grace to others is an act of worshiping God. Now, in addition to being generous with your time and grace, you can also be worshipful in giving resources. In a letter that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth, he explains how things are going for a church in Macedonia, how they have been generous. And he uses this church in Macedonia as an example of what this kind of worship looks like. Here's what Paul wrote. They, being the church in Macedonia, they are being tested by many troubles and they are very poor, but they are also filled with abundant joy, which has overflowed in rich generosity. For I can testify that they gave not only what they could afford, but far more. And they did it out of their own free will. They begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in the gift for the believers in Jerusalem. They even did more than we had hoped for the their first action was to give themselves to the Lord and to us just as God wanted them to do. So here we see the Macedonian church react to the greatness of God. They received great joy by following Jesus. And because of that greatness, they worshiped him by letting their that overflow in a generosity. Even in the midst of their own troubles, even in the midst of being poor themselves, they gave. That is an amazing reaction to the greatness of Jesus. That's something that I see here in our cool community all the time. And y'all, I'm so grateful to be a part of a group of people like you. Now, another way that we can be worshipful is by remembering what Jesus did on the cross through communion. When Jesus died on the cross, he didn't do it to fill our minds with ideas, only fill our minds with ideas. Now, even though those ideas can be very important, he died so we can react to that so we can put it into action here on this earth. And when we do this, we get into community with him. We remember what he did for us. We remember his life and death. We remember the new covenant that was created because of his sacrifice. We worship him. We worship him during the act of communion. Now, the last act of worship that I wanna talk about today happens every single Sunday 
at a kugel, and really at a lot of churches. It's called corporate worship. Now, that just means the gathering of believers in one place for what we would call church. Now, when we get together, read through God's word, sing praises, and pray together at church during a church service, that can be an act of worship. We know and see the greatness of this God that is in our world. We know and see the love that is given to us from him through Jesus, and we react by gathering, praying, and singing his praise. Us humans aren't the only ones that react to God's greatness like this, though. The Apostle John had a vision, a revelation of heaven and the end days. And in this vision, John sees Jesus sitting in the middle of heaven, and surrounding him are 24 thrones with 24 elders sitting on each one of these thrones. And in the center of these 24 thrones next to Jesus were these four living beasts. Here's what John wrote about the beasts and the elders in heaven. Each of these living beings had six wings and their wings were covered all over with eyes inside and out. Day after day and night after night, they kept on saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty the one who always was, who is, and who is still to come. Now, whenever the living beings give glory and honor and thanks to the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever, that's Jesus, the 24 elders fall down and worship the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever. And they lay their crowns before the throne and say, you are worthy, O Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things and they exist, because you created what you pleased. Y'all, even the crazy heaven creatures full of eyes and the elders and their fancy thrones sing the greatness of Jesus. They lay down their crowns, their earthly goodness, their everything, and they gave it to Jesus and they sing his praises. Y'all, there's gonna be a lot of worship in heaven. There'll be lots of praise of Jesus. There'll be so much gratitude. And here's Paul, how Paul encourages us to have a heart posture as we worship corporately. He wrote, let the message about Jesus in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So as we find ourselves worshiping, Let's keep that gratitude at the forefront of our minds. We are reacting to Jesus' greatness, his worthiness, and we are grateful that he chose to do everything he did just so we can be in community with him. Now to fully experience a community with Jesus, this fellowship that we've been talking about, this koinonia, the first step to take is simply believing in him. That's how you can join in that community with him. And for some of you listening right now, you may have never started in that relationship or proclaimed that you believe in him. And if that's you, first off, thank you for listening to this. I appreciate your interest in what we're talking about, engaging in this conversation. And if while you were listening today, you decided like, man, I want all this, then I can help you get that. What I would like to do is lead you in a conversation with Jesus, which we would call prayer. Now, in this prayer, you just simply confirm your trust and faith in Jesus. That Jesus is who he says he is, the Son of God, the perfect Lamb, sacrificed for you to make you right with God. 
And I know that things can, this can be a little weird, a little scary for you if, if you're doing this for the first time. So I'm gonna ask the rest of the Akuo community to pray along with you during this time because here at Akuo Church, no one ever has to pray alone. You always have a community there with you. So if you wanna confirm your belief in Jesus, just go ahead and say this, say this between you and him. Just say, Jesus, I believe. I believe in you and what you did here on this earth. Today, the best way I know how, I give you my life. Amen. So today we're talking about worship. One of the many ways to worship is to pray, speak to God. And one of the things that we did talk about also that we can worship is by making ourselves available to listen to God. Because as we know, one of the best abilities that we can have with God is availability. So what I want to do is just take two minutes to just sit in silence and listen to God and what he has to tell us. So what I'm going to do is, is give you a question to ask God. And then I just want you to sit in that question that you ask him and just wait. You might not hear anything right now. You might want to continue to ask this question over the next few days or hours or weeks, whatever it might be. So here's the question that I want you to ask. Just ask Jesus, Jesus, will you show me your greatness so I can react to it? We'll take a few minutes to ask and listen, and then I'll come back to finish in prayer. Jesus, thank you for everything you've done for us. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for laying your life down for us. Thank you for your body that was broken for us and the blood that you spilled for us. Jesus, will you help us see your awesomeness? Will you help us stay grateful towards you? And will you help us stay worshipful all week long 
Jesus, we thank you for everything. We love you. And we pray these things in your holy, mighty, loving, and awesome name of Jesus. Amen. All right, thank you so much for being a part of this today. Before we go, there are a few things I definitely like to share with you. Y'all here at Akua, we don't wanna just talk about community. We wanna be about community. So every single week, we're gonna keep you posted on what is happening to help you get connected to the community here better than you ever have before. Now, all the things that we talk about every single week during this time can be found at calendar, or if you have the Church Center app and you're a part of the Akua community there, you can find it there. Now, the next event that we have coming up uh, is our community group kickoff here to Kuo. So if you're interested in being in a community group this semester, you can meet all the leaders of all the groups next Sunday after church. It's going to be a ton of fun. And this could be the first step toward you finding a tight-knit community that will love on you, cheer you on, and be there for you when things get tough. So be there next week, February the 4th to meet all the leaders. And that's just one of the many events that we'll have coming up. So again, if you wanna see more events happening around our church, go to akuo.church slash calendar. Now, as we talked about today, a way to worship is through your generosity, being generous with our grace, generous with our time, and generous with our resources. Now, with that being said, if you are generous with your resources here at Akuo, I would just like to thank you for that. Because when you're generous to Akuo, you're not being generous to us, like to, to build this massive kingdom of, of a building or anything like that. You're really being generous to your community through Akuo. So thank you for being generous like that. Now, I understand that not everybody is able to be generous with their resources right now. If you're someone that needs help with resources or you know someone who needs some help with resources, please let us know because we want to be linked to you during this time. That's what the church community exists for, to help people out in that situation. So please reach out to us through email by sending a message uh, to us at help at akuo.church, or you can also call or text the church at 210-901-8785. Now, if you are willing to be generous with your resources here at Akuo Church, the way that you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. You can also give through text. To do that, just text Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to give to the number 77977. Now, if you don't want to give electronically, we totally get that. We also have our PO box available if you would like to send your gift through a check. For that, all you have to do is mail it to Akuo at PO Box 100-125, San Antonio, Texas, 78201. All right, y'all, that's all that we have for you this week. Before you go, let me just pray over you one last time. So, Jesus, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for how you're moving here. I pray that as every single person leaves here, that they would be able to see your greatness, that they'd be able to see how you're moving in their lives, that you, they'd be able to see how you're moving in their friends, their family, their jobs, whatever it is, Lord. I pray that they see you moving, and I pray that they would be able to react to that that they would be able to show gratitude, that they would be able to be, to be in awe, that they would be able to adore you and show reverence. Jesus, we thank you again for who you are and we love you. And we pray all of these things in your name. Amen. All right, that's all that I have for you this week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.